Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 3, Episode 14. I am one of your hosts, Collins. I'm the other guy, Frank. <laughs> Hello, other guy. <laughs> Hello, the other How guy. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Much better than last time. How about you? Uh, very good. But as I hear you, uh, you got a little tip from a, from a, from a f w listener and you got something special, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, um, was it Saturday? Yeah, yeah I, think I think it was Saturday. Saturday or Sunday. Either way, uh, one day, one of us, one of the week weekends, um, someone decided to email me. Uh, this is uh, Lian, by the way. Uh, thank you for letting me know. Uh, she informed me that one of the shops online um, happened to be carrying a used, well, they call it like new, um, like new, and then. Uh, Pelican Ocean Squirrel 805 mm -hmm. and I think Fine Nib. Yeah, it's Fine Nib. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, the, here's the thing though, right? Last shop, they, they sell a lot of new used pens. Like they call it NN, which is like like new, almost new basically. Yeah. But a lot of their pen actually has pictures. Of how the pen actually looks like in your possession, right? Sure. I mean, that's good. If they're selling a used pen, you want to be able to see what it actually looks like. Right. Except for the Ocean Swirl. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is just like a stock image from the website. It's like, uh, mm -hmm. this doesn't help. So I end up emailing them and uh, then just call, the, uh, call their store directly. To ask for it. Hey, you know what? To my surprise, whoever answered that actually knows what's going on. And uh, she very happily tell me that, uh, um, leave my uh, email address and uh, send them an email. And they will, ship, they will email me the uh, other sets of pictures of the pens, uh, like mm -hmm. uh, 360, basically. And so I took a look at it. And uh, the pens pattern to my surprise, is probably one of, one of, I wouldn't say best, but definitely one of the better ones I have looked at, I have saw in terms of the amount of uh, swirls and pearlescence versus the really dark side. So I'm actually kind of excited to get this in my hand. Um, I mean, we are, we are recording this one a little bit in advance due to uh, scheduling, yeah. But supposedly I am receiving this in two days, so we will see Ooh. how it goes. Yeah, so... It looks fantastic from the photos. Yeah, the, the, the photo looks fantastic. The the shop the shop helper decided to get it on the bright sun, so everything just shines and glistens. <laughs> Not sure how it looks on the inside, on the indoor, but I would imagine it, it will just look as great. I just... Not sure about using a fine nib on this pen. We'll see. Yeah, but I, I have not. Is a, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a pelican, right? It's a swappable nib, so yes, I can always just get something else in the future. You can, and if you if if you're gonna have one um, pelican pen at this point, I feel like you picked a really good one. <laughs> yeah, like I said, um, it's about time I get a pelican. So, I mean. Uh, thank you so much, Leanne. Uh, that was really awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, aloha. I'm from uh, Oahu, so <laughs> just a shout out there. But um, 
uh yeah like we were both kind of on the lookout for this but like i'm really glad that you were able to you know pick this one up yeah i'm very 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 happy i i, I was on the i was on the more hesitant side i was like ah, things are a little tight right now so yeah, i'm well, happy one I mean, of us was able to pick it up yes for me it was like i think as a health reimbursement bill for the last 10 years i haven't done and they they allowed me to backtrack 11 or 12 years so i was like oh i gotta $160 of check, I guess most of it goes to the pan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, by the way, the pan actually was sold at a fairly reasonable price too. I mean, of course, everyone knows the price, the the pan's price has gone up recently, even though they are used. And the brand new one that we talked previously is like three thousand dollars on eBay. And yeah. uh, the stores they were selling it for six fifty used, like new. So. It is basically MSRP for a pen that generally goes higher on eBay. I, I'm I'm pretty happy with the price. To be honest with you, yeah, so. no, that's a great price. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you purchased a uh, used pen before? Actually, surprisingly, no, not for fountain pens. Yeah, I I mean I have, but I bought a vintage pen. I would imagine that buying a vintage pen and buying say a used pen is a little different. I think it's very different. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> vintage one is almost given as well. Okay, I wouldn't say always given. You can always get a new in box. Uh, sure. New, yeah, and it might be for like new old stock as well, NOS. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I bought secondhand like audio quite a quite a bit. Yeah, that's. But this is like the first time I just bought a secondhand fountain pen. To be honest, I I would imagine that. Okay, aesthetically, the barrel and the cap, they look pretty good. So the question is then, like, how does the nib and the feed uh, work together, right? Yeah, so we'll see. I, I mean, the the good thing for for this one is that the Pelican is generally known for a really smooth nib mm -hmm. writing experience. So it's not like sailors. You have to worry about whether the user wear it down a little bit. So that his, his special <laughs> yeah. feedback is gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, if as long as the nib is smooth, it doesn't really matter, right? Right. And like you said before, um, it's a swappable nib. You can just unscrew. You yeah, can just screw I, uh, on a different one. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, I get a brand new nib and test how it runs. My right. my current goal is possibly getting either a stub or the BB and just grinding it down to a Nakinata. So we, we'll see what happens. All right, but that's like two hundred another two hundred forty dollars down the pocket if I do that. So <laughs> I have to wait I mean, a year or two. <laughs> you know, you can build up to it. I'm yeah. I'm I'm definitely very excited to come over with my camera and see what we can um, take yeah, pictures yeah, of. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, with that being said, I got a little rent regards to the uh, the ink I was looking at at the shop. Okay. So okay. I was in a shopping spree mode with a pen, of course. <laughs> so, so okay. you know what? I got a pen. Let me get the ink to go with it. <laughs> On the same store. Right. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that store is not a fountain pen specialty store. So mm -hmm. their their ink collection is not like, it's not like Look at Pen Chalet, or anything like that, right? Or mm -hmm. even Vanessa. Um However, they do carry Ferris wheel press inks. Okay. And uh, 
Ferris Wheel Press inks, their their bottle looks really pretty. It, their yes. bottle, bottle looks great, right? Yes. However, one of my questions, what concern when looking at stuff, when looking at their incline, is I need to know the actual property. Right. They right? Don't, I'm guessing they're not really upfront with what kind of... Yeah. So the website I bought from, they, they don't have many info, right? So I chuck it up mm-hmm. to the fact that they are not a professional, dedicated film and pen shop. Let me go to the manufacturer website. I'm talking about, if you're wondering, I'm talking about Ferris Wheel Press. This is the Edwards Garden Inc. specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the original... Stationery store I bought from did not mention that this is a shimmery ink. So from the very early swap, I noticed I pick up there's a little bit shimmer. So I want to double check that. Went to the official website. Still no mention of shimmers anywhere. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on their page right now. I mean, okay, it says beautifully shaded, low sheen. There's nothing in the features that say it's a shimmer ink. However, if you look at the picture, the, the swab pictures, it's clearly a shimmer ink. Correct. So <laughs> I have to double check everywhere. It doesn't say that. Eventually, I had to go to Gulet, and Gulet uh-huh. says it. That's a also, shimmer ink. The bottle does not. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of the bottle right now. There, Okay, see, that's another thing about their bottle, their image bottle. I think their bottle has a cover on the outside, at least in the images, so that you can't tell the actual ink on the inside. It looks it looks transparent, though. It looks like I'm looking straight through it. Why does it look like I'm just looking at a very clear ink? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I think it is actually the way they do their bottle. I do not believe that's how the ink actually looks. Uh, there's a good chance really? that it has like a wrap on the outside. That's interesting. Because, okay, so I have some opinions about Ferris Wheel Press ink. Actually, I should say that they're, um, they're opinions that are not well-founded with no... I, I can't back up any of this, right? But I remember seeing the Ferris Wheel Press inks initially on Kickstarter, and mm. just looking at the bottle, it looked like diluted watery ink. <laughs> like it, that's what it looks like, right? Yeah. Because fountain pen ink shouldn't look like that. It shouldn't look like you could see right through it. It shouldn't. But like the swatches, this is a lot deeper. Almost all of them. Yes. Right. Like so, I'm not entirely sure what's going on. I'll I'll, I'll report once I get the bottle. Um, yeah. Because that'll be really interesting because I'll say that like just from looking at the pictures, I thought they were like diluted fountain pen ink. And I was unless, like, okay, I'm not getting any of these. <laughs> unless, um, which I think that's the case, that's not the actual picture of the ink. That that also might be the case. But... It is a highly edited photos because if you take a look at the uh, Google website. Mm-hmm. Let's, the let, color let me take a look at the Google website. darker for every single ink. Let me take a look at the Goulet pictures. Again, I'm basing my opinion just on how they were advertising their ink in photos. That I mean, obviously yeah. I don't have any, so I can't really say, but if you're, I, I would argue that if you're going to market fountain pen inks for fountain pen people, <laughs> maybe don't do that. 
Yeah, I mean, I still bought the bottle. Sure, right, I'll, I'll 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 be I'll be clear. I still bought the bottle. It's just it is way more trouble than it's supposed to be. Before I nail okay. it down exactly what's on the inside. Yeah, every one of Goulet's pictures is it's what I would imagine darker. ink to be. Right. Right. It's a lot darker than what is shown on their website. So they do not Very have strange. accurate representation as their ink. Okay, maybe it is a hyper super exposed picture of the ink so the color goes through where they feel that is a better representation of the ink color. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're trying to represent what the color should be when you write with it, but not what it actually looks like in the right. bottle. Right. Maybe but, that's what they're then, going for. But then I feel like that's false advertisement on like, okay. Like let's say I don't know about fountain pen ink, but I like how the bottle looks right. Like I wanted this like, like aqua green colored bottle of ink. Right. Like I thought that would look really cute. And I buy it, and I get this dark ink-colored bottle, which looks nothing like. Yeah, because like the 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 Ferris wheel ink itself, it has a very um, jewelry-like look. Like it, it yeah. looks like a perfume a perfume bottle-like look, right? So yeah. also how it looks is definitely part of the appeal. I mean, it kind of looks like alcohol. <laughs> really? Mm. Like colored alcohol. And I don't well, buy, I don't drink alcohol. What am I saying? I mean perfume is <laughs> I mean perfume is color alcohol. It says scented okay. color alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Um so we'll see. I, I, I mean that maybe the ink is fine. I mean yeah. honestly so far I haven't heard anything bad about them. It's just I'm not entirely sure about the representation of the ink <laughs> on the packaging yeah. on their website. So I mean, maybe, again, maybe it's just marketed towards slightly more mass market. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So moving on. Um, so that's <laughs> something that I, I just like to share. I'll give you guys an update on the next episode, how it feels. But by the time <laughs> that the next episode comes out, it's probably going to be like two weeks, two and a half weeks that I got the pan. So mm -hmm. gonna be, I can have some time with it. All right, Collins, what so, do you want to share today? Yeah, so given our discussion last uh, time about what we drink, um, I finally decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to make myself an espresso over the weekend, and I'm going to try to write with it. <laughs> How did that go? Oh, um, that actually works yeah. decently well, actually. Yeah, yeah, I sent you some pictures, right? So, that actually works really well. <laughs> okay, I will say... I will say, number one, it looks a little darker than it actually looked like on the paper. And I think my iPhone was uh, adding some saturation to the image. The color. I will okay. say that. Yeah. I will say that. But it does work. <laughs> it does work. Um, I made two different coffees. I made an espresso. Um, it was a, a 18 milligrams out, 36 uh, liquid shot. And I also did a, a drip coffee. Okay. Drip coffee didn't work. Don't do drip coffee. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Not, see, I wonder, is that the color that got forced out or like the really fine particles that got forced out? I mean, it, it's fine particulates, right? Like, yeah, so my question I mean, is, like, is it waterproof? 
Well, I mean, that has to be the next test, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Coffee is known to stain paper like crazy. So we'll, we'll see. I, I, maybe I'll run, run this underwater uh, for the next episode. We'll, we'll see how it turns yeah, out. But... Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm curious. <laughs> like, is, is a water, is a color part of the espresso mainly because of the, the, the coloring dye from the coffee bean? Or is because you, are, you put under so much pressure and heat that fine particles come out of it? I mean, it has to be fine particles. I, I think. I think that's how it works. I think that's how coffee works. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's why we do. Well, we did water tests and see, right? Yeah. It's fine particles. They should be mostly I, crap in the paper. I'm gonna tell you after this. After we're done recording, I'm gonna run this underwater. I'm gonna test it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But anyways, uh, you know, like I said, the the iPhone makes it look like it's a little darker than it actually is on paper. But mm -hmm. I will say. It it kind of works. Yeah, it, it, it is really a little does. watery. It actually looks really nice. It does bleed the paper a little bit because there's a lot of water. Okay. Um, so you need to use a really good paper. Yeah, you should use good paper. I was using Rhodia on this one, um, and what I found was that if you leave your espresso out for a day, it uh -huh. works even better. Oh. You let the water evaporate a little bit. It becomes a stronger solution. Um, and then you see, if you scroll further down, I have one that's uh, one day of evaporation, and it's way nicer. Let me see. Do you label it on your end? A oh, one-day yep. evaporation. Okay, I, I, yeah. I didn't bother reading it. Yeah. One-day evaporation. Um, okay, it is darker. Yeah. It, 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 this is what I would say is a... It's not like a dark ink. It's definitely on the lighter side, but it definitely yeah. does work. I mean, some fountain pen ink is even lighter than this. So, yeah, yeah, I would ever say it works. It probably smells really nice too. I'm gonna smell. Yeah, my paper smells like coffee. Still smells I, like I just coffee, smelled right? it because <laughs> <laughs> it, it is coffee. Like, what do you yeah. want? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I dyed a uh, what is it called? One of Johnny gave me a, I think it was a rustic leather back for A5. Mm hmm. And that was the pure natural tan leather, mm -hmm. which I do not like the color of. <laughs> it's like it's just flesh color. Yeah. So, oh no, 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 that wasn't the one that Johnny gave me. I I dyed the one that is my, I bought myself. That was the, uh, um, I think Galesfur or some yeah Galesfur is like one of the thin, really thin leather ones, and um, it came in natural leather color. Not dyed. I did not like that color. So I put it in a plastic bag and just pour coffee, coffee with it. <laughs> I mean, it's and gonna stain it. it. Like, it, it stained it. It actually stained it pretty well. And I still, the, the color remained today. So, yeah. Does it still smell like coffee? No, that was like year, years ago. So okay. the coffee, the, okay. the smell's already gone. Okay. I will say that it was hard to... Okay, I used a dip pen. I was kind of afraid to use a steel pen with it because, I mean, coffee does have acids in it. Yeah, um, right. So I was I was a little afraid of using a steel pen. I, I'll have to find a burner pen at some point to actually mm -hmm. put it into a fountain pen to use. That'll be interesting. Um, but it was hard to get it to shade a little bit because the water just kind of wanted to, like, soak into the paper. Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could. I mean, for burner pen, right? Sure. Now, you tell me. Like, people say that the Ahab smells like the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. 
I guess if you mix coffee aroma in the bathroom, that <laughs> I don't know. It may swear you off of coffee for a while. Maybe. I I I have not smelled that pen in like three or four years now. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I want to. Well, uh, it's time to introduce that pen smell to your new home, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but. Anyways, like, let's say you have some leftover espresso you didn't finish. I don't know why you didn't finish it, but, you know, you didn't finish it, and you've left it out for a day. Totally viable as a dip pen fountain pen ink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're glass dip. Either way works. Yeah. All right. So, well, we will wait for Collins' test uh, next week or next next week. Uh, until that, let's go back to uh, this week's topic that we want to discuss. Or I'm not sure we or some was it me or you came with that? Ah, anyway, um, <laughs> we are gonna talk bags, bags, all of all things because, like, I mean, why not? I love bags. I got way, way too many bags, more than I should own, <laughs> more than I can actually use, actually. <laughs> really. Because yeah, I'm like I have... the opposite. I well, I wouldn't say I'm the opposite. I I have enough to use. Mm hmm. How and... many? Well, how much is enough? <laughs> I see Frank thinking, four... looking around. Four. Uncertain four bags. Okay. 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 You know what? If you only include other stuff like my archery tools my uh okay my, no no i don't mean no, those, those okay, i mean like yeah. general bags yeah because i was thinking of those but i don't think that's those counts because those are like ones that are very specifically used yeah like if you want thinking of those yeah i have like specific cases for all my bows and arrows and everything but um i have two messenger bag one backpack oh okay two backpack but the second one's not something I want to use. It just happened to, uh, I happen to have I use. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I guess one sling, really. And uh, the sling is getting uh, replaced. So I had to find something else in the meantime. Okay. <laughs> so mainly, honestly, two messenger and one backpack. That's it. Okay. Two messenger bags, one backpack. And so mm -hmm. why those two in one? Uh, so I do not like to have a sweaty back. Okay. So, so sweaty back is a priority one for Frank. Yes. And that is why I typically don't use backpacks. Okay. Like if you really recall, you don't, I don't really wear backpacks. You are a messenger bag guy. I yes, know that. Exactly. That's because messenger bag doesn't typically have the issue with sweaty back. Mm-hmm. So the only time I wear backpacks is either I know I'm going to be carrying some load or I'm on about shopping at the farmer's market at 7 a.m. when I'm not <laughs> going to sweat because it's cold outside. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty much the only time I'm wearing backpacks. And um, I mean, it's kind of weird right because this backpack it is a uh it is actually a i i specifically bought this backpack not because it's useful but honestly just because of how i like the looks of it you bought the backpack because of how it looks do you have it linked somewhere the f f the frost river river the frost river isles rail 
that is a that is a huge huge backpack you bring you're it to the farmer's the, market you're, you're looking at the original size so you need to go down all the way and select option isles royale mini wait okay which okay, is like just, the very just so last people, picture i just want people to understand that the bag that i initially saw here which is clearly like a <laughs> camping like a hitchhiker's camping backpack that you would bring like your entire tent and food for like three days in yes okay so not that one Okay, yeah, no. The the one you're looking at, that was the very first one, the Isles Royale. And the Isles Royale, this is, by the way, um, this is the brand that's called Frost River. It is one of American stores. They specialize in making uh, bushcraft uh, backpacks and bags, really. And um, they Okay, I are, see this mini now. You see the mini now, right? Yes. Okay, so the one you're looking at originally, that thing is 2,760 cubic inches. <laughs> yeah, Fully expanded is 4,968 cubic inches. So it's a huge bag. Yes. It's the big. one I'm looking at, the one I have personally, is only like, I think 1,100. So half of that size. Okay. It is still heavy, though. Yeah, it's four pounds with nothing in it. Your bag mini. is four pounds with... 4.4 4 pounds with nothing in it. 4.4 4 pounds with nothing in it. Because the whole thing is made of extremely heavy-duty wax canvas. Mm -hmm. Full leather strap. Uh, I think it was a deer leather strap with, uh, with a really thick cushiony foam inside. Um... There is no zippers, at least in the in the back itself. It's everything all is buckles and snaps. Buckles and snaps, and they're all brass hardware riveted together. <laughs> brass hardware. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's a heavy backpack, Frank. <laughs> it is very heavy. It is okay. That's not the the entire weight, too. By the way, because this thing is. Just a bag, like just cloth itself, so there's no rigidity to it. Mm -hmm. To add rigidity, I custom cut a carbon fiber plate to be placed in the backpack. Oh, I remember you doing this. Yes, and now I got something <laughs> that 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 makes sure nothing is gonna be poking against my back. Okay. Okay, so. Explain to me, okay, because I, I, I know you pretty well, Frank, but explain to me um, your rationale for this backpack. Honestly, there wasn't really much rationale. It is, um, I just always wanted to have a wax canvas bag. Okay. And I just wanted something that doesn't, that, that goes against, because for a while, like, I was... Um, I just mainly want something that doesn't have zippers, doesn't have magnetic clap, doesn't have any of the uh, Cobra bottle belt. And I just want something that I can, that I know if I get dirty, I can easily just wash it and and uh, just clean it and use it the next time. Okay. Instead of having, instead of having like a high-tech bag that mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when you get stained or when you get it scrapped, it kind of just ruins the whole thing. Just yeah. want something that will, 
basically use every day that I can use and not afraid to get dirty with, really. Okay. And that, I mean, I will say that is a heavy duty looking bag. Like it, it you looks like a thing that, week. like, it looks like a thing that if you, you know, people have, people don't talk about this anymore because zombies are kind of outdated now. But, like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, this would be the perfect backpack for you to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, like, yeah. it'll probably outlast me. <laughs> it looks like, nice, too. Like, it's very, it has that aesthetic. All the leather straps is maybe like 10 ounce leather. Full grain leather. It is a very overbuilt backpack. And uh, <laughs> overbuilt, yes. It's a very overbuilt. And the funny thing on this backpack is because it's a bushcraft knife, it's a bushcraft uh, backpack. There is actually a place for an axe, axe and hatchets. Yeah. And during NMX or during conventions, I use that to carry my cane. Ah. behind me <laughs> ah that's actually pretty smart <laughs> yeah which so it becomes actually pretty it actually becomes pretty useful um because personally i am when i go to conventions there's a lot of standing around in line mm -hmm. and uh for some people they just kind of they just get used to sitting down where they just used to standing up feel tired afterwards but for me like after being going convention after convention for a while i i just learned that is if I just carry a cane, it makes my life easier. Yeah. I mean, because you can just lean on weight. something, right? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you always have something to lean on, right? So it distributes the weight really nicely. And uh, I can't really do that with an umbrella because I actually bend the front of the umbrella if I lean my weight on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so a cane it is, and the, the backpack carry cane just fine. Yeah. What do you have for us? Uh, so, okay. So you, your number one is no sweaty back yeah i am not not that i want a sweaty back that is not what i that, what i'm looking for but <laughs> i have gone the opposite way where i used to have messenger bags i used to have a ton of messenger bags and now i am almost a hundred percent in the backpack world interesting okay uh, and the reason for that is because um i some people may or may not know this, but I used to do wedding photography and I used to use a messenger bag to carry my cameras and lenses. Um, and camera lenses are very heavy. And yeah. I eventually developed, no, I, I don't have like scoliosis or anything, um, but I developed some back pain from the asymmetry of a side bag. Oh, so you actually ran into issues with it. Yeah, it started just uh, pressing on one shoulder or the other shoulder a little too hard. Um, and I just, it just was very uncomfortable for me after a while. So, um, after a while, my side bags started to shrink from like larger bags to smaller bags to like, like man purse sized bags to the point where I was like, even that was a problem. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go backpacks from now on. And then from then on, it was just small, thin laptop backpacks. Very interesting. You know, that's a <laughs> physical pain issues instead of a fashion yes. one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I while you just too skinny, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, not enough padding on the shoulder. <laughs> honestly, maybe not. But for me, it, it was it just ended up being that I just wanted something to distribute the weight and to be kind of streamlined so it wouldn't weigh down on my back. So right, 
one of my favorite backgrounds, I'll just give one because you gave one, um, is the uh, Baron Fig. Uh, they don't, they're not really a bag manufacturing company. Um, they actually do stationery. Oh, okay. The very first one, I was like, that's a very yeah, pink very... bag, Collins. Okay, I don't have that one. <laughs> not that pink's bad. Um, mine is gray. Mine is a nice uh, uh, slate gray. Okay. Which they do not sell anymore. It is also very square or very rectangular. It is very rectangular. It is very thin. And that's what I love about it. It is the perfect, like, thin bag for me to, like, bring a laptop around. And this opens up, uh, I'm looking at the video right now. In fact, the video uses your gray color one. Yeah. This one opens, um, uh, opens completely flat. Completely flat. It opens up completely flat, which is amazing. Backpacks don't do this. Yeah, they typical backpack doesn't do this. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's so nice and thin, and it folds down flat. You could put a bunch of stuff in there, and like it'll expand if you needed to, but I usually don't put that much stuff in there. How is the strap um, on it, though? Because I know some backpack, like the one of the main issues backpack is uh, for me is sometimes when you have like really close shoulder strap. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I guess my issue is a little bit different than other people because I have a very thick shoulder. Mm -hmm. A very thick neckline, I guess. Okay. So it so kind you... of pinches the neck. Oh, okay. Like normal t-shirts, the neckline actually feels a little bit tight to me. Okay. I, I can't explain whether... I don't, I don't get that with this bag because the straps are actually really nice soft cotton. It's like a, like a cotton canvas strap. So it doesn't chafe me at all. Um, it's usually pretty light. So that's usually not a problem. The only nitpick that I have about this bag really is that sometimes the straps will adjust too much and then you have to readjust them when you're wearing them. Adjust too much. You mean as like self-adjusted a little bit too much or like, it just like it'll of... get loose. Okay. Like the straps will get a little bit loose and you'll have to retighten them. But I mean, and, you know, that happens like no, with bags. There's no fast fashion from what I can tell. Like no, no two pole string. I can just pull tighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. It, it's that, um, it's that clasp there that you'll have to pull okay. and adjust. Um, yeah. But other than that, I love this bag and it, it, it is on the thin side. So I don't use this when I bring a camera around because it's not thick enough to put that in. But um, <laughs> how about the cushion in the back? Do you feel any poking at your back if you put something sharp in there? I mean, I don't put sharp things in here. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be let's be honest here. You and I have very different use cases okay for these bags okay if you're asking me if a fountain pen has poked me in the back the answer is no okay um, and that's because the fountain pen is in a pen wrap not thrown into the bag i mean like tools screwdrivers uh stuff like okay i don't irregular <laughs> i can i can say that i don't usually put that in a backpack that's a, like okay this. okay that I, i'm not this is not a your backpack can survive an like a near nuclear atomic bomb strike. This bag will not do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Completely different purposely built. Completely different purposes. This is meant for me to bring around uh literally stationary laptop and maybe some snacks in a bag. That's kind of it. Okay. Okay. I have a couple other bags I can talk about. 
um, that can do that. But oh, you want to okay. talk about your uh, messenger bags? Um, I'm fine either way. If you want to continue, okay. Um, so I can share with you where I started, which is my uh, my side bags. Um, this is a kind of a higher end brand camera bag company. It's called Ona, and that would be the next link. They're basically uh, canvas side bags. I remember this um, one. Yeah. I, I still carry it around whenever I want like a small camera to come around with me. Okay. It basically just fits one camera and one lens in it. It's very tiny. So I take it that you bought the canvas one, not the leather one, right? Because the leather yes, one is just going to add more weight to it. It does. And it's like an extra $120. Right. There's no need. Okay. Um, I like this bag so much. I have two. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. See, see, that's also the difference between us, right? Like, you have, like, one or two things that, like, satisfies your purposes, like, perfectly. While I'm like, well, this this satisfies my needs just right. I'm going to get two of them in two different colors. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this bag. Um, it fits really well. It's really light. Although, sometimes, if I'm, like, if you're going, like, to an amusement park or something, if you're bringing a camera, this can get a little too heavy, and I still go with a backpack. But if it's, like, a short day trip, it's usually okay. Okay. And this would totally, like, you can stick um, sharp things in here. It would be fine. So, I mean, it's, this it's, one, it, it looks like the uh, strap is removable, so you can use it as, yep. like, a small camera bag, like, in a bag, a bag in a bag, per se. Yeah. Uh, Ona actually sells the camera insert. That's the next link. It's basically a slightly thinner version of that that you can put in other bags. So it's a little bit less padded, basically. Yeah, because you're because the point of the the so basically what I what I showed before was the Bowery Ona bag, and I'm now showing the Roma Ona bag, and the Roma is a camera bag insert. I think if I were to buy one, I would just buy the previous one. I actually use the Roma in often, every bag huh? that I own. I use oh, it. Oh wow! Like, okay. I have because I have all their backpacks, right? And I put the Roma inside them, and the reason is because. Um, it creates extra pockets inside the bag. Got it, got it. And got you can it. layer the stuff into your bag. And you can protect stuff if you need to. Because usually backpacks have thin have no almost no protection, right? The mm. Roma protects it. And it's thin enough that it'll actually fit in your other bags. Okay. If you so buy this the is other like one, your, it's too thick. Your extra storage, basically. Exactly. Your, your extra storage pouch. And you can argue that you can buy something similar to this on Amazon for like 30 bucks, but those are either too big, too thick, or both. Okay. Okay. So I love the Roma. It works in like every single backpack that I own. And it basically turns every bag that I own into an amazing camera storage backpack. Okay. Sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Because other than that, all of my other backpacks are like I have like the the Fall Raven backpack. I have the uh, Briggs and Riley backpack. It's just a bunch of other backpacks that I just put the Roma into. Oh, okay. So then, hmm, I know this. This is like the only one that you posted so far. Yeah, you might be interested because knowing what you liked is something more like the bag I just posted, which is their big thick canvas backpack with multiple storage units i'm actually going the opposite way i gotta buy a completely different backpack 
on the opposite <laughs> side gonna go as light as possible Ooh, uh, okay. for a completely different for for like conventions basically uh communities mm-hmm. are not gonna be moving around a lot but we'll see about that um haven't really made a decision on which one i want to get yet for that one yeah so what about your uh messenger bags the ones that you use more often um, so I basically use a messenger bag at work and uh, at conventions as well. Mm-hmm. The longest lasting bag I have in my possession so far, it is the, um, this is called the, uh, Waterfield cargo laptop bag. Um, for anyone that's okay at my bag's choices, you'll probably know that something very much in common is the fact that almost none of them has large logos mm. like in fact mm-hmm. i went out of my way to remove a large leather <laughs> flap on the uh aisles rail the extra pocket because uh, the logo is just too big i didn't like it <laughs> yeah so not having a very obvious tag was actually one of my i wouldn't say top choices but it's definitely in my checklist and considerations like you don't want a bag that says samsonite on it Right, like if there's one that has a Simpsonite and one doesn't have a Simpsonite, like, like it's fine if like it's in an inconspicuous area. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it when it's like when they try to advertise this as the main main brand of the bag. Right. Okay, so the one I have was best way to say. It. I think they they the, there's a lot of reiterations of this bag. Like they've they've uh, improved upon or changed the design slightly over the years, right? Improve upon oh, is very subjective, I would say. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's a bag, right? Like, I I I was I would very much say it's not improved upon. They definitely changed the designs. <laughs> so it's just a design iteration. Yes, and as as you can tell, I'm not too fond of the newest design that they have. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, full honesty here. I actually like how it looks. The the new one. The new one looks good, mm-hmm. but it's not as useful. Okay, you, I, I'm not as familiar with your current bags. So tell me what the difference is. Okay, so if you take a look, okay, let me let me hold it up. First of all, the the current one they sell are all leather flap in front, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. The one I have, which is from like a decade ago, actually no more than a decade, fifteen years ago. Oh wow! It's all bol- uh, ballistic nylon. Okay, yes, and I can see that. And is very hard-wearing mm-hmm. in general, which much more hard-wearing than leather, uh, per se. Uh, they probably both last a lifetime if you don't put it under fire or like, put a knife to it. Uh, because I definitely but, were, I definitely like rub this against <laughs> like concrete and walls and stuff. Nylon uh, will, you won't have to maintain the nylon as much as you'd have to maintain the leather to make it right, last. Right. And they all have a cobra buckle in front the difference is that the leather one right now there is a slanted pocket in front which is very small i mean the, the, the size is fine right it's, it's not too big and it, it is enough to store some fo- like phones chargers in front um my current my older one also has it the difference is the flap underneath it now if you can take a look at the pictures the the flap the newer version just comes with uh, the smaller pouch or uh, compartment under the uh, slap under the flap, right? Yeah, I see it. 
Mine actually, the older one actually has two large hand pockets behind the pocket. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's two giant pockets like you can put whatever in there. Mm-hmm. And the new one doesn't have it. So what you're saying is, don't get the old one. I mean, don't get the new one. Get the old one. <laughs> I mean, the the old one's really hard to find nowadays because it's 15 years ago. Uh, I think they right. changed the design like a decade ago. So it's just, it's been like 10 years. You got to hunt something down that's manufactured 10 years ago. It's not easy. The new yeah. one is still good. Um, Waterfield and generally make very good, high quality stuff. And honestly, the newer one is actually not bad because the newer one actually comes with the padded laptop mining in the back. My mm. old one doesn't. They have other options here. I'm taking a look at their other. There's the Vitis Messenger bag. What is Waterfield this? Waterfield in general is a very. It's a very. It's a very. Um, they have a designed choice. Like they're all their bags are very boxy. They're very. I I don't know how to. I, I don't know if this sounds right. You tell me if this is right. But they look. Like, if you can turn cargo pants into a bag, that's what it, it kind of looks like. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. It is, it's very utilitarian. Yes. They try Frank, to you're look, very, you're a very utilitarian guy. Yeah, they, <laughs> they try to look decent while being very utilitarian, but you can Ooh, tell where... <laughs> I like this one. I'm still going to post this. I'm going to post this right at the bottom so you can see it. Okay. It's a um it's this uh, how do I say it? It's the squarest looking bag I've ever seen. <laughs> which one which one? It's the absolute squarest looking bag I've ever seen. And I guess I understand why because it's meant to put a a Mac Studio. It's a Mac Studio oh <laughs> traveler bag. <laughs> that one. Okay. It's basically yes. meant to take around your little boxy Macintosh computer. But yes, they make they make so... <laughs> they make very specialized bag. That's a that's a fun thing about this company. They make specialized bags that is meant for carry certain things. They have like a switch bag. They used to have a PS Vita bag. They have oh, a nice. iPad bag. They actually have dedicated sizes for every single generation. So if you just like. Any certain, I would say, main thing come out from Apple or um, in some sense Dell's release, if you just check their website within like a month or two, they will probably have a bag that's tailored for that new device. They have a bag tailor-made for, uh, apparently just based on the pictures, a Nintendo Game Boy Color. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And not like, not like, not like the, uh, what was it? The, um, what, what's, what was the old Nintendo that flipped up with the thing? DS. DS? It's not yes. a DS. It is the Game Boy Color or the Game Boy Pocket. It looks like that. Right. So it is, and like their material already good and the stitching job is almost always top quality. I haven't got one of them. I haven't any of them that has like a, a fail stitching or anything like that. Mm. So, because I have their backpack and I've been invested in their like tech pouches where, to mm -hmm. carry all the cables and the stuff. And I also have like the 
the smaller one for a laptop. So I can actually, they, they comes with a D-ring, so you can just add a shoulder strap to it and you can just carry your tablet with you everywhere if you want. Nice. Yeah, so um, this is, the, the cargo messenger was definitely one of my favorite from their shop. And just a brand in general, if they don't really advertise themselves at all, yeah, and uh, but if you are interested, and take a look, and I think they are their stuff is worth looking into. If you like the fashion principles behind it, is is based is definitely form over you know, is function over f- function over form. I, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean they definitely look good. Is um, form follows function. All very right. good. So I guess my next one would be Lee Song Messenger bag. The Lee's the 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 Lee Sum Messenger bag. Right. Fold leather bag. This looks really nice. This looks very professional. Yeah, from me, right? Surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I don't mean it that way. I'm just meaning that like this is it's a different um, No, I mean like when I first purchased it, a lot of people know me. You know, our company also is like, you, you, you have this now, really? It because it looks like you're gonna go to like a business meeting, right? And I'm the guy that wears Pokemon shirts into a meeting. <laughs> um, so it's actually not the Sun. Actually, this mine is a little bit different. Mine, I think mine's the older iterations, the older model, right? The older model, like the, the current one I showed you, it has a D-ring in the back to uh, let the uh, strap move easier. Mm-hmm. Mine doesn't even have a D-ring. Oh, okay. Is it just attached to the bag? It's directly attached to the bag. Like okay. it is riveted and sewed to the bag. So the entire bag is pretty much silent. It, it just, mm-hmm. It's just one solid leather piece. So what what about this bag? Um, so why would you pick one over the other? What's so, the purpose of using this bag then? Okay, let's let's introduce a company really quick. This is the company brand's called Ambassador, B A S A D E R. This is also like a really off-brand boutique <laughs> shop. You you you're not a you're not a main brand shopping kind of person. Uh, not really. At least not most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so the story behind this is the uh, owner used to be in the she used to work in the actual fashion industry as well for okay and uh, just after doing like all the high fashion turnover year after year different design year after year she kind of got sick of it and tried to create something of her own that she thinks something that will last a little bit longer nice and the ambassador brand, it is something that she just came out herself after a while, I guess. And they were originally they were sold on Etsy. Mm, and okay. after a while they expanded into their own websites. And now I think their main storefront is the website instead of Etsy now. Very nice. Yeah. So it's good to see a company like that expand and like get a following big enough that they could um you know have have a good have enough orders coming from their own website. Yeah, right. And I think uh she like the, the the entire business started in Brooklyn, New York. 
I mean, I talked to her when I was playing Sydney Water. She, the, she, the the person over the phone sounds really nice, really easy to work with, and uh, answer all my questions regarding to concerns of the bag because mm-hmm. I think for mine was mine was a test model, as you could mm. tell the fact that uh, <laughs> you were go- getting on the ground uh, as they're starting out. Yeah, mine's like a brand new introduction model and uh, something that uh, that's not typical to their brand, and think. Currently, it is called a minimum for the similar, and uh, mm, I was a Lisan still the closer, the closer version is a Lisan. Um, That's the best evolution of the one you got. Yes, this bag has two magnetic pole in front, mm-hmm. uh, two magnetic snap, and that is the only complaint I have about this bag. <laughs> is the fact that the magnetic snap it is held by four strings on each corner. On the snap yes. side and a flap side, yes, the string breaks. Oh, have you had to redo it? She's very happy to redo it for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not sending a how I mean pound. This is three pound, probably three pound bag through UPS all the way to the east side of USA <laughs> just to have snaps repair. Right. So I just did it myself a few times, and uh, I I was trying to follow the uh, design principles of hers, like using a traditional leather strings and stuff, trying to repair like normally. It keep breaking. Okay. Which I think is maybe possibly one of the reasons why she kind of moved away from a magnetic snap as well. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. The newer one are mostly buckles and uh, like a. Uh, I'm not sure what's what's a thing called. It's like a spring loaded buckle. The ones where it's like a snap buckle. Yeah, yeah, like the one that you always see on the like official mess, like official briefcases. Yeah, I mean they call them brass closures. I would call them a snap buckle or a push buckle. I don't know. She has a name on that. I just don't remember it. But I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, basically yeah. like you. It's it, there's a there's a slot and you slide it in and it snaps closed, right? Right. Right. Yeah. That's why it does. So that's most of the newer versions. I would recommend you guys to get that one if you're ever interested in this brand. Mm-hmm. It is a much more durable solution compared to Magnetic Bubble. The Magnetic Bubble feels fine. It is very, very flat. It lies flat, which <laughs> is great. Very brief Except you have a possibility to repair it. What I did, though, on my end, I saw the issue on my end using a, uh, a less... Uh, I was a conventional method. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I replaced the sewing string with what's it called with the archery uh, serving string. Okay. <laughs> so if you can think of the like, uh, if any one of you ever shot the bow and arrow on the other side of the uh, podcast, the there is a part of a bow that is wrapped in a special string. And that is where the arrow, the 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 bowstring, make contact with your hands, and it make contact with the arrow itself. That's the highest frictional part of the bow. And so it has to be a very durable. It has to be uh, a very string. durable. It has a very hard wearing string. So I use that string for the magnetic buckle. And so I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing it hasn't broken yet. It hasn't broken yet. Ever since I replaced it. That's good. It. Which is great. But that's like still okay. a deal too. 
So that's good. But knowing knowing you as the utilitarian person that you are, why this bag versus the other bag? This bag, um, I got specifically because I can customize the size of it. Oh, okay. She doesn't. The, the you can choose like if you to go to any of her bags. Mm hmm. You can choose the back width. Oh, interesting. You can choose I the mean, hardware. I mean, it was from Etsy, right? So you're able to customize it a little bit. Right. Uh, I think when I purchased it, it their 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 online shop was set up like maybe half a year or a year. So, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't even purchase it unless you contact her first. I will send an email, list all your concerns and your requirement, and ask them, "Can you do this for me?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then proceed with play, uh, place of uh, order afterwards um, because I mean the the amount of modification I made to the bag which is not a common order it is I, I specifically asked for a 14 inch bag instead of 15 <laughs> specifically 14 yes I uh, because I don't want the 15 inch bag the uh, cargo itself is a 15 which sometimes uh -huh. just rub around a little bit too much to my liking because it's it's loose, right? So I want a 15-inch bag and a 14-inch bag. 14-inch bag, yeah. I also had the bag made with a uh, laptop compartment inside that's built into the oh, bag. Okay, nice. Right? So there's that. My laptop currently, the 14-inch uh, MacBook Pro just slide right in. Nice. It kind of got suspended in the bag itself. So it's like if I drop it, it actually doesn't drop to the bottom. Mm. Like the entire bag, the, the, the entire laptop is secure in the middle of a bag. So you were able to customize it to your liking. And now it's kind of like your dedicated laptop bag. Yeah. And I also added a extra pocket, an extra uh, uh, business pocket car, business pocket. So... I add a lot of custom requests to it. <laughs> <laughs> I expect nothing less from you, Frank. And and she's very happy to work with me for all those uh, special requests. That's cool. Um, so maybe I and I mean that's when she was a little bit smaller. Maybe maybe they don't take that much. I mean customs, but mm -hmm. or you might I have would, to pay a little bit more. Of course, I had to pay more. Um, I had to pay me not too much. Uh, surprisingly, uh, I need the. The extra back uh, cushioning for uh, laptop was like twenty, thirty dollar more extra mm -hmm. for stuff. Okay. So like any additional is actually not too bad. And she, I think she kind of throw in the uh, extra business card pocket for free as well. Nice. So yeah. Um, so this is a uh, leather that is is I think it's a chrome leather and it's extremely, I was extremely hard wearing because this is a leather that the leather actually will wear out. Where it's wear it out or it's bended, the color varies. The the point is that like it'll it ages. It well. ages with yes, it will ages very well. And uh, if you want to kind of like restore it, if you, or you just need to basically slab it with a whale care, a leather care whale, and you will return to how it looks like for a good amount. So very nice. Yeah, that's the, the, the... Oh, yeah, also the other customization was a shorter handle because I don't want too, hard, too long of a handle. <laughs> you don't want it too long. 
Yes, I don't want too long of a handle because like I, most messenger back has a pretty long handle. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a request a really short handle so it doesn't thing go around while I'm moving <laughs> into my car. So yeah, that's 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 my main three bags I use most of the time. Most of the time. Most I, of the time. Yeah, I change bags just based on where I'm going, what I'm wearing. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> but I mean, your everyday basically it is the uh, the backpack, the the laptop one, not laptop. I'm sorry, yeah. the camera one. The own I mean, camera. That's... Yeah, like if I'm going somewhere with a camera. Actually, no, it's not. If I travel nowadays, I'm usually using a Briggs and Riley travel backpack. Oh, okay. Yeah. the the main The main important thing for a travel backpack is it needs that back flap that you can mm -hmm. slide over your uh roller bag you know what's the funny thing i actually bought the two-wheel one the bricks and righty baseline oh, you brought it uh-huh for nmx specifically <laughs> so you have a rolly backpack just for i have NMX a rolly backpack just for ax and for a convention <laughs> in general so i don't have to carry that on my shoulder you know, honestly, that's actually really smart because you usually buy a ton. You, 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 when going to a convention like that, you're buying a ton of stuff. You might as well just offload it to a rolling backpack. It's not just you buy a lot of stuff. You walk a lot, too. Yes. I think on average, you walk 10 to 15 miles a day. Yeah. Yeah. You probably go to different like shows, <laughs> different, different talk, and different panels. It's about 10 miles a day. It's a big convention center. Mm -hmm. And to, to order, divert the traffic, they intentionally make you walk slash run between big events <laughs> <laughs> so um having less weight on your back and shoulder is very important yes and that's i know where people I got the two wheels people made fun of kids with rolling backpacks in school i know but hey it is much better for your health oh lastly i guess mm -hmm. do you have an edc pouch or you don't an EDC pouch, meaning an everyday carry pouch. Uh-huh. I do. You do? <laughs> I do, actually. Okay, so um, which one do you use? I mean, it's... it's I, I don't... Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm pretty certain, like I'm 90% certain, that when you say an EDC pouch, it's not the same thing as what I say is my EDC pouch. Okay. <laughs> okay um, my edc pouch is closer to a stretchy fanny pack okay but it's basically like a fanny oh i found it it's an spi belt spi belt yes i will link you right here okay i see it that's okay that's very different than the edc one exactly i was like i'm certain what you're thinking, what I'm thinking, are totally different. Now, I'll explain why I consider this an everyday carry bag. Okay. Because sometimes... <laughs> sometimes I wear shorts, and things fall out of my pockets when I wear shorts very easily. Okay. Okay. So I need to put all of my, my wallet, sometimes my phone. Sometimes when I'm traveling, I put you know my valuables in this pocket. And I can easily tuck it under my shirt and no one knows and it's hard to get to. Keeps everything together in a zipper pocket and it's fine. Okay. And the bag is expandable so I can start fit. 
I've put more than I should in that bag before, and it worked fine. <laughs> this is basically a off pants pocket. <laughs> if that's a best it, is, it is an off pants pocket. It right. This is, is just an exterior off, pocket. <laughs> it is technically a bag. I'm going to argue that it's technically a bag. It's you know it's got a zipper. It contains things. Right. And it's for everyday carry. And he has a belt that <laughs> so you carry it. Right. Exactly. I've actually used this actually as a belt in my jeans. I've actually used this as my jean belt. Okay. And it actually works. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Okay, Very Frank, interesting uses. You tell me what your EDC bag is. <laughs> uh, mine is the uh, Air Slim Pouch. Air Slim Pouch. A-E-R Slim Pouch. Air Slim Pouch. So um, this is only 2 inch deep and uh, 9 inch long, 5 inch wide. I shove most of my daily, not even, it's not, it's not even a tool bag anymore, honestly. This mm -hmm. has become my daily medicine bag. Okay. They are the essential medicine to make you comfortable. So okay. I have a little vials inside that has acetaminophen. I have one that has ibuprofen. I have one that is a tablet version of uh, Claritin, which you mm -hmm. don't need water to drink. So if you're having allergy attack or just getting bite, that will work too. I have the bug bite medicine in there. Um, it's really like your med kit. It's my med kit, essentially, and uh, a lot with that, I have a magnifier inside, a flashlight, a little screwdriver, and everything else inside. Okay. Along with my, uh, along with my credit card and my uh, driver license, everything. And okay. uh, that thing can easily be swappable. I mean, the whole point of having that is I can easily take out from one messenger bag and toss it in the other and toss it into backpack. This is kind of like your version of my little camera bag pouch, but yours is smaller and you can toss it into stuff. Into anything, right? So yeah. the, 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 if I want to buy a sling pack, if I want to buy a sling pouch, I think the minimum requirement is able to fit that thing inside without any issues. Nice. I actually like this. I might add this to my uh, little, sh little shopping list. Um, yeah, so I actually... So just to piggyback off that, I actually do have a bag that serves a similar purpose to this. I don't use it often... I only use it when I'm traveling, and I've okay. linked it to you below that one. It's the Peak Design Field Pouch. Right. Um, I was actually deb deb uh, debating between that one and the... The one that you got. The one I got. Um, uh, as I said, I used to be uh, pretty big into photography, and I bought the first Peak Design messenger bag, and it came with the field pouch for free. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I ended up selling my messenger bag, but I kept the field pouch because it's so nice that it's like small and it comes with a little side sling so you can carry it with you. Right. Um, so yeah. if I'm just walking around and just carrying like, like say my hotel key, a small little camera or whatever, like this is a perfect pouch for that. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, the, that was debating between that, but the, the, the air is a more compact form. It is. It's definitely smaller. Yeah, and, and it definitely fits your needs a bit better. Yeah, yeah. Like specifically to carry stuff around, it is the air fits a little bit better. Awesome. So, yeah. uh, I'll br I'll bring my field pouch one of these days, and you can take a look at it. I might be able to shove the uh, air inside that one too. <laughs> you, you, you absolutely could. <laughs> you absolutely could. 
and I think I'm between one of the air pouches actually, along with the Bellray. Uh, everything's leaning toward the Bellray, but I'm, is uh, the Bellray Venture Sling six liters for mm-hmm. a sling bag if I ever need to get one? But I have not the made Bell a decision. Bellroy Sling, yeah. All right. With that being said, I believe that is where we're going to wrap up for the night. And uh, do you have anything you wish to add? No, but the moment we wrap up, I'm going to go wash my coffee, <laughs> coffee writing and see if it washes out. Yep. Well, let me know. All right. Yeah, I will. <laughs> well, with that being said, this is our uh, podcast for the day. Um, you can reach us at fountainpenandstationery.com. And our email is fountainpenstationery at gmail.com, fountainpenstationery, gmail.com. All right. That is it for our podcast for the night. I'll see you next time, Collins. See you, man.